Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shred Show Live, where we bring you industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred, the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. I'm so excited. Jim Paulino, good morning, brother. What's up? Good morning. Fun shirt Friday or red shirt Friday. (laughs) Fun shirt Friday, red shirt Friday. I love wearing red on Fridays. Just remembering everyone deployed. And Jim, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Jim, he is the CEO and founder of Lodestar. And I'm excited. Him and I actually recently had an opportunity to do his podcast. Why Mm -hmm. I have so much respect and admiration for Jim is because he's heard me talk about podcasting in the past. And he actually said, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to actually go put my money where my mouth is. And he went out and did it. He actually has his own podcast. And Jim, remind me what the podcast is called. Sure. It's Lodestar's Lending Leaders. Easy enough. Right there. Lodestar's Lending Leaders. The triple L, baby. Triple L. But Mm -hmm. I'm excited to have you. For those who maybe don't know you, I mean, you've been in this industry for a long time. Maybe just a quick introduction of yourself and kind of your experience in the industry. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is always a blast. Um, Part of the fun I've had coming on these podcasts is why I decided to start my own. And yeah, I got to say, awesome. you make it look easy, um, especially with live <laughs> and everything like that, because it is it is not as easy as, as you make it look. Um, so um, been in the industry now um, all my life, really. I grew up in the title insurance space, uh, started Lodestar back in 2013 to solve a simple problem, tell people how much they're going to pay when they buy a house. Um, so we, we work with lenders all throughout the country of all sizes to quote fees up front. That's there. that's it. Oh. So I've been trying to do a lot in content, trying to, you know, as we'll get into be kind of that next wave of, of folks talking in the industry, you know, being at 34, you're still a baby in this industry, even though you can be in it for, for 10 plus years. So it's, it's been, been interesting and been a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, so excited. There's so many different facets and oh. we're going to, you know, take a little detour down, down one right now with cooperation, which is, we are cooperation is one of those yep. things. I'm excited to talk about it. Cause when you and I were yeah. on, uh, on doing your podcast, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of came up and there was so much what we could talk about it. And now more than ever in our industry, I mean, again, we hear about people, competition is strong more than ever. I think competition is, I mean, is extremely fierce within our industry, but just because we're competitors and I've, I've mentioned this on the show before, if you and I, again, being an originator at heart, still being a licensed originator, if I'm competing against you, or if you're a lender competing against another lender or whoever may be, if you and I, if you put me on a court with you and we're playing against each other, you bet I'm going to bring my, bring my A game. I'm going to, I'm going to try to kick your ass on the court all day long. I'm going to try to beat you. But when we get off the court, that doesn't mean we can't shake hands. And that means we can't be friends. Yeah. Like you, you look at athletes these days. And honestly, sometimes I think they're a terrible example of that because sometimes there's these rivalries and sometimes like, it's just like all negativity all the time. And yeah. Jim, more than ever, we do not, we don't need that in our industry. We need this cooperation mm-hmm. that you're talking about. We yeah. need to help. We need to unite as an industry because honestly, consumers are the ones who are they're the ones taking the loss. When yeah. when we as an industry are fighting, it ultimately affects the consumer, it affects the home buyer, and that's what we don't want. So this cooperation is such a cool idea. And again, even you as a company, like you found ways to co-op, co-op, cooperate with other company yeah. competitors in the past. Well, there's, I mean, so many of the same struggles that people have, but, you know, taking a, a step back, cooperation is what's called a portmanteau, which is just French for made up word, right? Yeah, um, yep. And it's just a combination of cooperating and competing at the same time. And I think it happens 
so much in this industry, right? There's, oh, yeah. I don't even know the number of licensed originators, probably in the hundreds of thousands, right? Oh, if you have a mindset where every hundred thousand of those people are a competitor of yours, you're setting yourself up for failure. 100%. Um, to your point about being one or one-on-one -on -one with someone on the court, sure, maybe sometimes you and another loan officer have the same lead and they're deciding between you or that person. Sure. I'm sure that happens, right? But yeah. how many people are you actually competing at that level with? Um, how many time times instead are you just in that you and that person on the same team? And on the other side, it's you know a large lender coming in to change things. It's regulation. It's figuring out all of the different things in this industry. So I think you know when people have kind of a mindset of of plenty, um, it just sets them up for success because generally speaking. Um, one, I don't think anyone's doing anything cool enough that someone is going to steal it and ruin your secret sauce at the end of no. the day. We talked about this before. Um, it's there's I don't want to call a mortgage a commodity necessarily, but there are a lot of similarities between companies and the main differentiator comes down to your level of service and your relationship with that person. And a competitor can't really take that from you. No, I, uh, you're too nice calling mortgage. I think loan officers are a commodity, like it, which is yeah. uh, being one myself. I, I don't mean that in offense in any way. I mean mm -hmm. that in the fact that, like you said, there are hundreds of thousands of licensed loan officers. So what are you doing? Right. That? But that's why we're having this discussion too, yeah. is you have to find ways to differentiate yourself. You have to find ways to collaborate. I love that you mentioned too, is a, a lot of lenders out there, they have similar products, they have similar rates. Mm -hmm. So as originators in particular, as companies finding those ways to really make it so again you're unique you're co you're cooperating with those around mm -hmm. you making what you have to offer the absolute best like the strongest yeah. that's what's cool that's why this conversation mm -hmm. is so like relevant to right now is because if you're just by yourself trying to do it all all alone trying to figure it out yeah. you're gonna lose but the ways that we all succeed is when our competitors is when you know the those people we see as competition, they're stepping up their their game. We step up right. our game, and then we find other ways to cooperate, which makes us stronger. Yeah, and I've I've, I've seen that through, throughout my time um, a ton. From my side, where I have a, a close friend of mine, Dean Kohler, uh, he runs a company called Title Tap. Great guy, um, and he sure we're kind of competitors with one maybe really specific product, but at the end of the day our clients, like there's just no overlap. There's just, sure. it's just not something that really matters at all. And we've actually become great referral partners because we know when we talk to someone who's a better fit for the other one. And Absolutely. that relationship has benefited me way more than trying to be competitive. Um, or I have a, another friend who um, was a title agent originally. Now he has a, a company in the industry title box and he was a potential client of mine. And I could have, he was working with a competitor and I could have and say, hey, you're working with a competitor. I don't want to talk to you. Give me your business. Um, but I didn't really care. And the value I got from him as a client would, would have been so much smaller than the value from him as a friend and someone in the industry and something to talk about. So I think you have to take that mindset of transaction-based and just look and shift to the relationship because I think there's so much more that you can get. Um, and people who've been in this industry know products change, people change companies, so many things change. So if you're on a good base, uh, friendly basis with people at, at other companies, it's only going to help you in the future.
that's exactly it having yeah. that mindset like having mm-hmm. a growth mindset one of my favorite favorite books is carol dweck is mindset like not mm-hmm. having that fixed mindset of like hey i have the secret sauce like what i have no one else has right. if you think that i i think there's probably so few instances yeah. of that actually being the case of like maybe you have some proprietary software or you have something but even with that being the case like most people have what you have there is no yeah. secret sauce, especially when it comes to business practices within our industry and right. that's why having this this plenty this this mindset of like there's plentiful there's there's a lot of opportunity yeah. to go around even with some of the things that are coming down the pipeline is you know they're predicting that this year is not going to be quite as good as last year last year was an absolute banner year there's still plenty of business to go around but when as i say that that doesn't mean you should all be slacking like you should all right. like sit back and like oh yeah you know what great year. We're going to continue to have a good year. You continue to have to drive like and push yourself. And that's why I think this idea of cooperation is cool because like going back to what we've referenced multiple times, Mm -hmm. when you cooperate, with other players in the game, that's how teams win. Like, look at every sport. I mean, other than mm-hmm. you know some individual sports, yeah. but as a whole, basketball, football, hockey, whatever you want, baseball, it's a team sport. Like, yeah. we have to be able to play together. And the more we do play together, the better we get. The better, yeah. like, look at. I mean, look at baseball. Look at some of these sports. Is it makes the entire league better as a whole when teams, when players play together, and when teams cooperate. So. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. And I think, like I said, exciting times are on the horizon. I also think there are difficult times coming. And I think now more than ever, having these discussions and starting to look at the relationships, starting to look at like, who are we cooperating with? Who are we collaborating with that can ultimately not only make us better, but it mm-hmm. makes us as an industry better. What do you think, Jim? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that that's well said. There's just a lot more to be gained than there is to be lost by that. And I think looking at reasons why people maybe have that competitive mentality or don't want to do that is, I think a lot of it's just ego at the end of the day. Like, Ooh. you know, I've been at conferences and, you know, seeing a competitor talk to someone who's a potential client or talk to someone else. It's like seeing someone dance with a girl you like uh, or a guy <laughs> you like, or whatever it may be. Like it, it kind of brings back that feeling a little bit. Um, yeah. But ultimately, like you're only hurting yourself by then not having that conversation. Like, you know, you've talked with a competitor of mine, Closing Corp, brought them on the podcast. If I chose not to go on your podcast ever because of that, I'm not hurting you. I'm just hurting myself, right? Sure. And with the, the same way too, I think it's interesting when you look at a, a media perspective of this, of we both have podcasts. Are we competing? Sure, but how many people are gonna say, hey, I can put on Shred right now or I can put on Lodestar Lending Leaders and I'm not gonna listen to the other one ever. Right. right. Like it's just, it's just not something that happens. Um, right. No, I totally agree with that. And that's mm-hmm. just, it is like, especially the podcast realm was a perfect example. Yeah. Like I keep telling people and it, people actually ask me quite often. They're like, Oh, did you see another pod, like an industry podcast popped up? What do you think about that? I'm like, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Because maybe like, maybe there's, I can think of that are maybe 20 or 30 that are actually consistent. And people are like, Josh, there's no way there's hundreds of podcasts in our industry they've come and gone. Trust me. Yeah. We watch very, very closely. People will do if you, like you mentioned at the very beginning of this, doing what you and I do, putting on a podcast, mm-hmm. producing it, creating it, no. it, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of like focus. So having the discussion points, being able to actually come on and do this on a regular basis, even if you're doing it once a week or even once a month. So yes, mm-hmm. are we competitors in the podcasting space? Yes and no. Like we, we both have a, a podcast, but I agree with you. People are going to go listen to your podcast specifically for the topics at hand that right. you're discussing. What I discuss is very, very different. The topics at our hand are very different. So, right. uh, but well, I, how many times you listen to a podcast, a guest comes on and you say, let me follow Josh. I like what he has to say. 
Bingo. Right? Uh, 100%. So I hope that happens. Your your episode's airing next week. You know, I hope people check it out. It's just gonna it's just gonna help both of us. No, hundred percent. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about it is this idea of cooperation just it continues to push that. It continues yeah. like, hey, I support Jim. Jim supports me. We right. want to see each other thrive. We want to continue to yeah. see each other grow. If you have the mindset of like, oh, no way. I'm not like, I'm never going to have, they're my competitor. Like, no way. Not, never going to even yeah. talk about them. Again, that is such a fixed mindset. And you ultimately will lose. You like, yeah. absolutely. Because again, there's just no, there's, there's no opportunity right in, in that mindset right now. You have to be looking outside. You have to be looking at mutually beneficial relationships. I mean, just go back down to the I mean, originators at hand. Look how you're partnering with whether it's real estate agents or mm-hmm. whoever your referral partners are, What even your clients. Like You still have to cooperate with them. You have to be able to build that relationship, and yeah. that's what ultimately breeds this idea that we're talking about. And like I said, it's an exciting mm-hmm. time. We hope. And again, when you and I first mentioned this, we're like, ah, we really hope people take this to heart and they start doing it. Let's see people start to practice this. Let's see mm-hmm. companies start to say, hey, you know what? What Jim and Josh talk about, that's meaningful. I'm going to go start. I'm going to talk to my team about it. Let's find ways to cooperate yeah. with other companies. So that's all we can hope for, right, Jim? Yeah. We will see. I mean, we're, we're going to be forced to cooperate one way or another. So let's <laughs> just hope that we can, you know, have a, have a different attitude towards it. For sure. So I want to mm-hmm. ask you this. Uh, the industry is ever evolving right now. We see things continue to change. What's something that you're looking forward to in the next, you know, six to eight months, six to 12 months in our industry? Um, I read an interesting article this week about um, basically someone who used his cryptocurrency investments to buy a house, right? Oh. And I think it's, you know, short of paying for it in Bitcoin, like I think there's going to be, our industry is going to start to flirt with that more and more. So basically sure. he was smart. Well, he was lucky probably and invested a lot of money in cryptocurrencies, made a bunch of money. So just like someone would own a bunch of stocks and it would be part of their assets sure. that they would be able to turn into collateral for a loan or even cash out and put in the down payment. He went to do that. Right. So the exchange isn't necessarily happening with a cryptocurrency, but these things are getting enough into the normal kind of um, world that people um, there's going to be implications. So if I have a million dollars in cryptocurrency and assets, um, what does that mean for mortgages? Well, how does that how do I put that on the 1003 form? How do I use that to calculate, you know, my ability to get a loan, my credit worthiness? Um, so I think even though the days of using Bitcoin to buy a home directly are far, far in the distance, yeah, no, sure. the days of using blockchain to, you know, record all parts of the transaction. I don't know if we'll ever truly get there in my opinion, but there's going to be implications of this already. That are yep. coming, that are that are starting to come down. So it's interesting to see how it's kind of slowly creeping its way into into the industry. I agree. I think it is, yeah. I I I've been a huge fan of cryptocurrencies yeah. recently. I posted mm-hmm. about it you know, last week. I think this cryptocurrency, blockchain, DeFi, like yeah. there's a lot of interesting conversation going on. And mm-hmm. will it directly affect our industry? I think pieces. Well, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I think there will be little pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a crypto guy? Do you have any cryptocurrencies? I do not. No, no, I don't. I. I 
don't even know enough to be dangerous. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just staying out of it. I'm a spectator I'm, at best. Dude, so, I'm the same way. I, I yeah. did. I actually got lucky with Doge. I'm going to be honest. I, yeah. I, somebody's like, Hey, go buy Dogecoin. And you know, before right. it, but I'm not, I'm not one of those guys who made millions. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll throw, you know, a couple hundred bucks at it, a couple thousand bucks at it. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, well we got, you know, that was cool. But yeah. I, yeah. I think it is still the wild, wild West when it comes to crypto, but I yeah. do agree. I think there will be things that come over right. into our industry or even again, as we're talking about right. that help us evolve. That helps well, us like, too, like Coinbase IPO'd, right? So someone can have money in Coinbase, they're invested in the crypto industry, and now that's an asset that you know blunders actually know what to do with. So yeah, exactly. It's, it was, it's eking its way in there. Bingo. And that's just the thing yeah. is like there's there's lots of implementations, there's lots of things that are happening that will like affect our industry as a whole. So man, yeah. I, I like that, Jim. I agree with you. I think yeah. that's something fun to look forward to in the next six to twelve months. I uh, probably even mm -hmm. a little bit longer than that, but there are yeah. fun things happening. But this is again, this this even to end is a perfect example. Talking about it, discussing yeah. discussing it, cooperating together with these type of conversations, that's what's gonna help us all succeed yeah. in the end. So that's one thing the robots can't do when they finally take over. <laughs> as loan officers right right they can't they can't collaborate yeah. they can't collaborate they can't cooperate like we're doing yeah. so jim palino mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining yeah. us today always insightful me. so much fun ladies yeah. and gentlemen we all need to work together we need to cooperate. Co see now i'm cooperation cooperate yeah co cooperate we're, we all need to cooperate competition is good but with cooperation we can do so much more with that ladies and gentlemen we hope you have an incredible weekend be safe out there have an adventure but most importantly we appreciate Appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time for all of you guys to go shred. Go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See ya.